0: Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Kate Hamilton Health Podcast and I just want to say happy Christmas to everybody Um, and thank you so so much for listening to my podcast you have no idea how much it means to me and how much I really love doing this podcast so thank you so much because you know when I first started this I really did feel like I was just talking to myself and I probably was Um, but to know that there's actually people listening now I'm like oh my god that's amazing Um, So thank you. I really, really do appreciate it. This is going to be my first solo podcast in I don't know how long. Like, probably most of this year like I it was last Christmas the last time I did a solo podcast I will have to go back and check so I'm actually kind of nervous I'm going to try and not <laughs> ramble too much Um, I have a little bit of structure here in front of me some notes in front of me to try and keep me focused so that it's not too rambly I apologize if it's too rambly but sure. your look at this stage if you've been listening a while you're used to listening to me so you know what I'm like um but I just th- thought it was important to do a podcast on how to feel good through Christmas. So my six steps for winning Christmas. And I know I recorded a podcast like this coming into Christmas last year. I haven't even listened back because I don't want to give myself ideas and say the same thing. So I'm just going off the cuff here um, from my thoughts this year. They could be the exact same as my thoughts last year. They could be completely different. I don't remember. So um, if you haven't listened to my Christmas podcast last year, it might be fun to go back and listen to last year's one and then listen to this year's one and see am I still singing the same song or am I, have has my mindset changed? I don't know. But um, I'm going to talk to you about my advice around this um in this episode. And in relation to doing like solo episodes, I had always intended to do more of them, you know, to focus in and talking on a topic. And genuinely I just haven't had time. By the time I fit in the the um interviewing someone podcast every week and then all the other bits that goes with um running Kate Hamilton Health um and then you know being a parent to three children. Um there hasn't been much time but I will try And make sure that it's not a full year before I do a solo podcast again. Anyway, so I know with Christmas rapidly approaching. So I'm recording this on. Oh, God, I'm still doing my timer from the gym here on my watch. I'm recording this on the 7th of December. Okay, so I know at this stage, Christmas season is rapidly approaching. If it has not, it has already happened. You know, um, the nights out are starting. And people are starting to feel a little bit anxious and stressed, particularly if they're working towards a fat loss goal, because with the break in routine means the less control over calories and meals and habits and exercise, and it all becomes a little bit messy. And messiness leads to that fear of um, everything falling apart. Okay, so I'm going to I'm going to talk through all of this. I might refer back to my notes. This might be a little bit stuttery. But I hope that I'll be able to get the message across one way or another. Um, so the first thing that I'll say is that nobody should be tracking on Christmas Day, no matter what your goals are. Well, sorry, unless you're listening to me um, and, you know, you've got you've got to weigh in for a fight or something or, you know, you're stepping on a bodybuilding stage or the, you know, there's some really specific reason where you where you really have to Um then, you know, obviously you're probably going to have a coach for that. So you're not going to be listening to what I'm telling you about it. Um, But I'm talking to all the everyday ladies and men listening to this, like me. Do not track your calories on Christmas Day. In fact, don't track your calories on Christmas Eve either or on St. Stephen's Day um, or the few days around it if you don't want to. But definitely not around Christmas weekend. It is important for you to be present with your loved ones and enjoy yourself and relax. Christmas is a time when we all get to slow down. Most of us, sorry, I'm saying we all, you know, I'm generalizing. Most of us get to slow down a bit and take a little bit of a break and switch off and spend some time being present. And that's really, really important. So don't let feeling stressed about calories or body fat or any of that stuff stop you from enjoying yourself. Um, But I think, With that in mind, it's also important to remember that it is only the 7th of December. Now, it's probably going to be a week later by the time you're listening to this. Um, But what we want to try and do is not let Christmas become the whole month. So just because we have a few occasions on, a few more occasions than we usually do on this month, doesn't mean that we need to just throw the whole month away and say, fuck it, I'll start in January. Because that just makes no sense at all. Especially if you've been working hard, say you've been working hard on your fat loss goals since July or since September, and you've made significant progress with your habits, with your body composition, with your energy levels, with your mindset, with everything. And then you're like, oh, fuck it, it's Christmas. (laughs) And it's just, you don't want to drop everything. Because what's really important is everything that you've put in place is all a little piece in the jigsaw puzzle to you feeling amazing. And what I want for every single person listening to this is to head into Christmas feeling amazing. You do not have to have reached your goal to feel amazing. And I will always make the argument that when it comes to any type of goal, uh, we're talking fat loss here, but um, it's not the destination that makes you happy. It's the journey. And I know that sounds so cheesy and it's so cliche, but it's actually fucking true. Like, it's what you learn about yourself on the way that it's the excitement of what's to come. It's um, the hope. It's, you know, the possibilities and it is all the little habits that improve your energy levels, improve your mood, you know, um, improve your health that leave you feeling amazing. And just because it's Christmas and just because you are taking a break from counting your calories does not mean that you need to take a break from doing all the things that make you feel good. So that's the that's the first thing I'll say um, that, yes, it's important to take a break from tracking calories and maybe come back up to maintenance. But that doesn't mean that you need to take a break from your workouts or your walks or your sleep or your water or things like that. So that um, I just wanted to say that when it comes to between now and let's say Christmas weekend, the first thing that you can do really is make a list of all the different things that you've got coming on. Now, hold on. This is actually probably one of the steps. Yeah, no, it probably is the steps. Maybe I'll just go into my steps and then if I've forgotten anything else, we'll go from there. Yeah, that's what I'll do because otherwise I'm going to start telling you the steps before I tell you the steps and I'll end up telling them to you again, which doesn't make any sense. Um, And I'll try and keep this as snappy. This hopefully won't be an hour long episode. No, it definitely won't. It might be a 20 minute, half hour one, but I feel like, you know, short, snappy and to the point is going to be more beneficial than you listening to me rambling and repeating myself. So the six steps for winning Christmas season. The whole point of these are these six steps are to have you feeling your best physically and emotionally through Christmas. Okay, so number one, step number one, drop the idea of perfect. It doesn't have to be all or nothing and be okay with the next few weeks not being 100%. Okay, so if, you know, between now and Christmas Day, you've got Christmas parties, Santa um, visits, ice skating, whatever the fuck you've got going on. It's not going to be like a, p- a perfect boring week in the middle of November when you have nothing on. It's not going to be as easy to be perfect. I argue that n- no week ever needs to be perfect, but it's definitely going to be a little less structured. Be okay with that and know that, you know, it, m- it might slow your progress a bit, but that's Okay. But avoid self-sabotaging because of it. Just because it's not perfect doesn't mean that you still can't make progress or maintain progress. And that's really, really important. Um, so think maintenance. And if it, if that leads to more progress, great. But think how hard you've worked to get to where you are now. So by the only thing you have to not do over the next few weeks is self-sabotage. Um, so that leads into number two. So step number two, set clear boundaries around your social occasions. So you'll know when you plan to go shopping, when you've got your office Christmas party, when you're meeting friends for lunch, whatever occasions you have on. For these kinds of occasions, allow yourself to relax and be in the moment. Like you really, really don't want to be that person on my fitness pal in the restaurant. be like, oh, how many calories is this in the bolognese? You know, no one wants to be around that person. That's just not fun know what you're going to do. Like, so you can easily sit down now and make a list. Now there's some spontaneous things that happen, but that's okay. But, and then you can be ready for the spont- spontaneity when it happens, but let's just be as structured as possible. Sit down and be like, okay, Sunday, I'm going out for lunch with family. Next, so I'm just using myself as an example. Okay. So I'm like, tomorrow I'm going Christmas shopping and um, we'll have to have lunch out. Saturday, I'm going Christmas shopping again. We'll have to have lunch out again. Meeting a friend Saturday evening. She's coming over to my house. Um, so we'll have something calorie controlled. So that's fine. Um, Sunday, going out for dinner and we're going on a Santa visit. The following week, meeting friends for lunch um, on Saturday and then going out on my staff Christmas party on the Saturday night. So that that's just one example. Of mo- I have more coming up. Like So literally go all the way up to Christmas. What are all the occasions? And just know what you've got there. And all the other in all the other days in between you can be within your calories now, I'm not talking about the actual days of Christmas, I'm talking about the days in december you could you can be tracking your calories and you can be within your calories those days, but not only that, put the boundaries around your occasion so if you're just going out for dinner that night or you have a Christmas party that night, there is no reason why you can't have your same breakfast, your same lunch and Go out then, go out, enjoy, have the boundaries around the night, relax, don't track, enjoy, have whatever, come home, go to bed and get up the next day and get straight back to it. If you know that you're going to have a few drinks and that you might be a bit hungover, prepare for it have your headache tablets, have your water ready and have some food prepared for that. Like make your overnight Weedabix or your overnight oats for breakfast, something that you know you're going to want to have. Or if you are going to want to have like a fry the next day or a grill, should we say, you know, um, have your turkey sausages or your turkey rashers in place or your ordinary sausages and rashers. But no, like have the day, the fu- day after tracked so that you're super, super structured and organized and it will just help you from saying fuck it again, the following day. Um, So that would be my advice around that. And yeah, just so it doesn't have to be even be the whole day. Just think just the occasion that you're actually at is whatever you want to do. And then all the rest of the day, keep as normal. So that is step two. Step number three, when you're being present and enjoying the moment, that doesn't mean that you need to binge. So that's really important to remember as well. Don't be like, OK, well, I have clear boundaries around this dinner. I got to fucking eat as much as I can because t- tomorrow when I go home, I can't. Um, keeping in mind that I'm all about promoting a very sustainable calorie deficit. So your calories shouldn't be so low that you feel like you need to binge. Um, it, you should be able to have a nice, structured, decent day full of good quality food the next day. Um, go out, relax, enjoy the company, but eat slowly and mindfully stop when you feel full. The slower you eat, the more it gives your body time to realise, oh wait, hold on, I'm actually full. And then stop when you're full. Now that doesn't mean that you have to leave something on your plate. If you're really enjoying your dinner and you're like, no, I could eat this to the end, finish it. Like, absolutely. Um, but if you're just stuffing something into you for the sake of it, because you're like, oh, I bought it now and, you know, I'm having these calories, like just stop eating if you're full. Give someone else your chips if you've had enough of them, you know, and, um, Little things like that will make a huge difference. Just don't binge. If you um look at the dessert menu and you see something that you really want under the dessert menu, maybe like an ice cream sundae or a cheesecake that you love, whatever, um, and you're like, I really want that dessert. Have it. You're out at your Christmas party or your Christmas lunch or whatever, enjoy it. Again, eat it slowly and mindfully. And if you're full, stop eating it. If you've had enough or it's starting to make you feel, oh, I'm kind of that past that point of no return. Stop eating it and give it to someone else. If you're enjoying it nice and slowly and mindfully and you're like, I am having every bite of this, then that is totally fine as well. But do it consciously, not subconsciously. Slow down, enjoy every bit and be okay with feeling a little sluggish afterwards. That's okay. Like if you have a big heavy meal out and you've had starters, mains and desserts, you're going to feel a little sluggish. Stay off the fucking scales the next day. It's going to be up. You know, if anyone's following my calorie deficit, you see after my weekend, it catches up, but it's water weight. Like it's, it'll be gone. You know, like I would have advised to stay off the fucking scales for Christmas in general and just relax a little bit. And Like when you get home, have a big pint of water. That's going to help first thing in the morning, a big pint of water, getting a walk in. All of this is going to help you to feel good after your night out, which actually leads me into step number four. So step number four is keep all of your other habits in place this month. So not just around your Christmas party, like the whole month. Hit your step goal. Don't skip your workouts. Get your sleep. Drink plenty of water. Do some journaling. Remember that these are the things that make you feel good. And that's our goal. Our goal is always to feel good. So this is where it comes down to the kind of that instant gratification versus delayed gratification. Um, we're do- very much kind of relaxing and being in the moment and enjoying our time, but also important to differentiate the difference between a load of chocolate that makes you feel good in the moment and then you feel like shit literally a half an hour later I don't mean even mean emotionally I mean physically because you've had too much and it doesn't sit well with your stomach and any of you who've been dieting for a while you won't be able to eat the way that you used to eat it'll you know you'll end up feeling rotten so um keeping in mind what habits actually make you feel good like so for example on Christmas day without a doubt hail rainers know I will go for a walk And I will go for a walk because if I don't go for a walk, there's a chance I might kill my family. So and I know a lot of people listening will be able to relate to that. So, you know, look, have a little think. Actually, this is something I told my ladies on the Zoom call there last night. Make yourself a little Christmas list. And with your Christmas list, make a list of all the things that make you feel good, like a, a full night's sleep eating some fruit with my breakfast having a protein smoothie for breakfast is one that i know a lot of my ladies find makes sets them up for the day drinking water getting a, a walk in every day getting their work getting to the gym things like whatever it is you make a list doing yoga um doing a bit of art in the evenings journaling whatever it is that makes you feel good write a list and that is your christmas feel good list you might not be able to control your calorie consumption um, over the space of a few weeks like not every day but you can definitely control your habits and it's okay to eat some celebrations and eat some mince pies and you know have takeaways and you know go out for dinner with friends and get your walks in and drink plenty of water and go to the gym like this is what I'll be doing I'll be doing all of these lovely things you know eating plenty of chocolate like especially after my calorie deficit I'll be eating plenty of chocolate I'll be meeting people for lunch. I'll be doing all of these things. Um, but I will also get all my gym sessions in. I will also get my walk in. I will also still drink plenty of water. I'll still have my supplements. Um, so you can still be a fit and healthy person who's not in a calorie deficit for a few weeks. And it's important to remember that if you're in a calorie deficit for a long space of time, it's important to take a break from the calorie deficit. So it's going to do you the world of good, the little break. You'll be more focused and your system will have had a little break and will be ready for it um in the days after Christmas when you want to get back to it. Um, so that brings me to step number five. Remember why you were doing all of this in the first place. Somewhere deep down, I am sure that being happy has something to do with it. Like uh, no matter like what um from working with hundreds of women and who have so many different goals. I know the one goal deep down when they dig and dig and dig into their why is that they want to be happy and different things make different people happy Um, and that's really, really important. But like occasions like this when you get to slow down and be with your loved ones is a reminder of what is most important and what makes you happy and being happy is the core reason why we want to improve our lives, improve our health. So remember that. Do not sit there miserable, um, stressing about gaining a few pounds of fat. Even if you do gain a few pounds of fat, it's tissue on your body. We'll lose it again. It's, you know, it's not... you. And remember, get out of that mindset of going back to square one. You're not going back to square one. Think of everything you've learned along this journey so far. You are not the same person that you were this time last year. You you are still you, but you are you with all these new lessons, all these new experiences, all these like all this kind of discovery you've done on yourself. So have the confidence in yourself that it's OK to relax and take the foot off the pedal. We can't keep going full speed all the time or we burn out. So it is really, really important to take that break, to be happy and like reflect Like reflect on another thing, another list. So your Christmas list of of habits. I'm going to have to write this down because I'm going to have to revise this at the end. Christmas list habits. Make a list of everything you've achieved so far. What are you proud of? What have you, in 2023, I do this every year. I make a list of everything that I achieved in the year and what I'm proud of myself. And really like, you know, just be, Damn fucking proud of yourself for everything you've done this year. And it doesn't have to be weight loss related, anything. Career-related, family-related, personal, spiritual, weight loss, fat loss, strength, performance, whatever. Like whatever you're proud of, list it. And geez, you're gonna have so much journaling homework after this. <laughs> um, and then another list. What are your goals for the new year? What kind of goals do you want to smash and um, write them and dream big. You don't need to know how to get there. The funny thing about goals is once you set them, the path kind of opens itself up and opportunities come in the way. And all you need to do is look out, listen, and when the opportunity arises, be brave and take action. That's all. Um, so set some goals for the year ahead. It can be so motivating and it will keep you in that headspace and you will not spiral into that old version of yourself that you're so scared of. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll revise and that's, that's right. Goals, I have to write this down because I'm just, as you can hear, my thoughts are going a million miles a minute. Um, we're 20 minutes in. Um, I'm getting there. Step number six. And probably the most important one kind of tipped on it in relation to the whole happiness thing. No guilt allowed. No guilt. Okay, guilt implies that you have done something wrong and there is nothing wrong with not tracking your fucking calories. And that's really, really important. Um, Decide how much time you're taking off from tracking and enjoy it. So you might decide I'm going to track all the way up to the 22nd of December. And then I'm going to take, so 22, 23rd, 24th, 5th, 26, 27, Yeah, I had to count that, I'm sorry, to the 29th. You're taking a full week, let's say. And I'm this is just an example. You take as a lot, you take longer if you need to, or if you don't want to take that long, you don't have to take that long. But please do take the 24th, 25th, and 26th off. Take three days uh, minimum. But just say you decide you're taking the 22nd to the 29th off. That is off tracking your calories. So do not track your calories. Do not take my fitness pal out. Relax. Enjoy. Use it as a time to test yourself a little bit and be like, okay, what I'm having for breakfast this morning? Have I got a bit of protein here? Have I a little bit of veg or fruit? Have I had any water today? You know. And then also go meet your friends for lunch and have whatever you want. Um, go out for drinks with your husband, whatever. Like you know, and relax, enjoy the time. But keep your other habits in place. Go to the gym. Schedule it, and you might have more time if you're off work. Um, get to the gym. Get or your home workouts, whatever. Get out for your steps. Drag, you can just wrap everyone up and drag the family with you or even better, try it out on your own and escape the whole lot of them and enjoy. Um, but keep those habits going and catch up on some sleep. Um, you might have more time to read a book, do a meditation, go for a yoga class, um, whatever it is. Just relax and enjoy some well-earned time off with your loved ones. So anyway, I hope you found that helpful. Yeah. I hope you found that helpful. So from this, they're the six steps. I'm not even going to try and revise them because if I revise them, I'll end up just saying them all over again. But do go write your list of your your Christmas list of your habits, your happiness habits. What makes you happy? So number one, Christmas list of what makes you happy. And then hang it somewhere or leave it beside your bed or on your fridge. And when you're feeling a little bit sluggish and shit after overindulging, like, where's my happiness list? Find something on the list and just go do it, okay? And maybe there's a few things on the list you'll do most days, but you'll have it there to pull you back in. Um, the second one then is your list of achievements for the year. What are you proud of yourself for doing? get that in. And then the last one is your list of goals. Can you tell I love lists Um, your list of goals for the year ahead? What do you want to achieve by this time next year? So when you're sitting listening to my next solo podcast next Christmas, no, I'm joking, I'll do one sooner, but my next Christmas solo podcast um, and you're looking back on what you've achieved, you'll be able to see how much of those goals that you've actually achieved. It's just so motivating it's so liberating um so do that have an amazing christmas and uh, remember that my 8 week nourish move and shine program is starting on the 8th of january um the spaces are open now so if you head to my website katehamiltonhealth.com you can sign up there straight away and um be all set up to get going in january so you can have that kind of relaxy time over christmas knowing that 8th of january boom we're getting super focused for eight weeks. I'm not even going to go into all the details of the program because um I have shared it before. You will find it on my website. Go to It ha- And on the coaching page of my website has all the information of Nourish, Move and Shine. Um, I will say it is group coaching with one-to-one um check-ins. So it is... It has all the perks of the support of, a, of group coaching with all the perks of the individualization of one-to-one coaching. So check it out. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to contact me. You can email me at katehamiltonhealth.com. No, sorry, katehamiltonhealth at gmail.com. Or you can um, DM me on Facebook, Instagram or TikTok at Kate Hamilton Health. And um, yeah, I look forward to working with you in the year ahead and have a lovely Christmas and a really, really healthy and prosperous and happy new year.